0: Blue wire. The Denver Nuggets select Michael Porter Jr. But I'm going to make sure that this pick is this organization's best pick they've ever made. For inside. Oh. And a the... Jokic. Put it in. Jokic. What And Jokic. let's go. Jokic away. Jokic puts it away. Oh, very late night version of the Rocky Mountain Hoops podcast part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am your host TJ McBride and once again we are here to talk about all of the chaos currently engulfing the entirety of the NBA. Um the NBA draft just finished. The Denver Nuggets just got done taking Zeke Naji at 22, he is a power forward slash center who stands six foot eleven, who carries some athleticism, some mobility. He has a a little bit more offensive touch than you would imagine. Um, also got R.J. Hampton for a pick they traded for, which is awesome. Explosive guard, more of a project, uh, a guy who could potentially end up being a very nice compliment to both Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Then to cap off the night, the Denver Nuggets signed. Marcus Howard from Marquette to be a two-way contract player for them he is now the second two-way contract player on the roster to bowl bowl so tonight was wild a lot of stuff was going on and it was a lot of fun so what we're gonna do is obviously I'm just gonna let you know what's going on in in the podcast for now but in the next segment I'm going to get into the Nuggets' plan when they were entering the draft and what they wanted to accomplish. Then from there, we will start looking at each player individually and then kind of give my grades for each trade. And then I'll give my free agency expectations. Um, It's going to be a fun show of just being able to finally talk about some, some actual substantial important Denver Nuggets news and changes to what is going on with this roster and where the Nuggets are headed. Um, Also, I have to make sure I let you guys know that this podcast is brought to you by both Indeed and Bet Online. And in addition to both of them, make sure you go subscribe to American Prodigy, the Freddy Adu documentary. You already heard about it on the way into the show. It was the pre-roll you heard on the way in. So make sure wherever you listen to podcasts, you go also subscribe to that. It is a phenomenal show. But, We are going to take our first quick break, tell you about Indeed, and then we're going to get into all of the chaos from this draft. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every single hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer is valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Alright, let's get into what happened in the 2020 NBA draft for the Denver Nuggets. Of course, this is a Denver Nuggets podcast. A lot of other things happened in this uh, overall draft construction, all the chaos that existed within it, but you're going to hear more about that when you get Friday's podcast. Right now, we're recording just the emergency podcast for after the um, after the draft, but as usual, there's going to be a podcast on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday morning, and the Friday Show is going to talk a lot more about the league as a whole. Tonight, I just want to talk about the Nuggets and kind of just hit everything off the top that's important for Denver. Um, let's first set this up by explaining, from what I understand from the information that I had sourced from different people in the Nuggets organization, what their plan was entering this draft. Because there's a couple things that they wanted to accomplish. Um, the first thing they wanted to accomplish was to find a big man who not only could help them down the road, but could also help them right away. They wanted somebody who could come in and potentially give them a little bit of extra depth because right now, when you look at just their guaranteed roster, Nikola Jokic is the only big man on the roster right now. Paul Millsap is a free agent. Mason Plumley is a free agent. Jeremy Grant is a free agent. Noah Vonley is a free agent. Bol is still on a two way contract, and who knows if he even constitutes as a big right now in the eyes of the Denver Nuggets. So, Finding a way to get front court depth in the draft or in free agency has been a priority for the Nuggets from the get-go, and they have made it clear, even going back a couple weeks ago when I was asking them about the draft, that they wanted to get a big initially, they wanted to look at two guys. I had heard Jalen Smith's name mentioned multiple times and Isaiah Stewart. Kevin O'Connor also had the report that the Nuggets were interested in Isaiah Stewart on the ringer as well, so there was more to back that up other than just me, but those two guys were the ones that Denver wanted to find a way to get in this draft. Unfortunately, Jalen Smith went 10th. I believe Isaiah Stewart went 16th. Then you had Poku go 17th. Then you had Precious ashua go i want to say 20th and there denver was still needing a big two picks away from where they were going to be selecting and knowing that the teams in front of them were going to take guards once the pick got to them there was really only one player left that was a big who denver liked who they were then going to go out and draft and that was zeke naji they really do like this guy i don't know if he was the best player available necessarily I don't even know if he was their favorite big in the draft, but there is no denying that the Nuggets are incredibly happy having Najee in Denver. They are incredibly happy. They see him as a very high upside defender in time. He's not there right now. I'm not going to sit here and wax poetic about his defense because he's not there right now. But they believe he can become a three-point shooter and a much better defender than he is right now. If that happens, he's a potential all-star player in the future. I don't know the real the realistic outcome of him being able to progress to that level of NBA production, but let's be very honest. This is a guy who is 6 foot 11. He has a 71 wingspan. He's a stocky 240 pounds. He is mobile, he is athletic. He is a very creative finisher around the rim. He has touch out to about 17 feet. He is getting better and better at containing on the perimeter. He's learning how to block shots. He has grown in so many ways that it's under Understandable why the Nuggets have so much faith that he can take these kinds of steps forward and become a potential very, very complimentary piece to fit right next to Nikola Jokic in the starting lineup. Again, we're years away from that most likely, but there is the build of a player that is perfect to play next to Nikola Jokic within Zeke Naji, and I'm very excited to see what the Nuggets player development staff can do with him. So that's all very, very good and exciting, Um, but there was another thing that the Nuggets wanted to accomplish in this draft. It wasn't just go get a big man. They wanted to be ready for any opportunity that arose. I tweeted this out very, very early in the morning before the draft. It's like 5 a.m. in Denver, I'm pretty sure, but... The Nuggets were prepared to trade up in the draft, to trade back in the draft, to trade out of the draft, to try and get another pick in the draft. Everything was on the table, and they were trying to be ready for the inevitable chaos that was going to transpire in this draft. Nobody knew where anybody was picking. So the smartest thing to do from the Nuggets' point of view was, let's have at least a foundation or an idea of what we can do with particular teams when we enter the draft so that there's a little bit less negotiation needing to happen to be able to get some of these deals done then you get into the draft nothing happens for denver they draft a 22 everyone starts to think that the nuggets were just going to stand pat and move on then After the 23rd pick comes through, it becomes known that the Nuggets have traded for the 24th pick from the New Orleans Pelicans to then draft R.J. Hampton, who had fallen more than most people thought. R.J. Hampton, let's be very clear about this, has the potential to be a top five player in this draft. His skill, level, and talent overall, his ceiling, is insane. I mean, it's probably one of the highest ceilings you're going to find on the Nuggets, really just behind Nikola Jokic, Michael Porter, and Jamal Murray. Like, he is... Is that caliber of player at this point and what's so exciting about the Nuggets ability to get him is that they didn't send that much to get him. Um, I reported this earlier. The whole build of this deal was the Nuggets sent a 2023 first round pick that was lottery protected. If it does not convey in 2023, it remains lottery protected in 24. Then if it does not convey in 2024, it remains a lottery pick in 2024. 2025 so the nuggets did not send an exorbitant amount of money out to be able to acquire the draft pick that eventually became rj rj hampton and i gave this trade or this deal trade selection whatever you want to call it in A minus on my overall draft, that um, grades that I put out on Mile High Sports already. Um, and the reason why is because, yes, it's a gamble. No one, like RJ Hampton, could literally just bust out and do nothing in the NBA. That is as much on the table as it is that he becomes an all star. But Denver traded a future pick that is lottery protected the year after Nikola Jokic's uh, contract expires. So even if everything goes wrong for Denver in 2020, 2022 23, and they enter the 2023 draft they even if everything fell apart that pick is lottery protected and they will be able to hold on to it so long as it is within those first 14 picks in addition to that rj hampton man like you talk about a, a very intelligent gamble for the Nuggets. This has so many parallels to Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull. They saw a player who was falling in the draft, who was supremely talented with some very clear-cut issues, and they were like, you know what? Why wouldn't we draft this guy? The Nuggets already have five guards on their roster who are NBA-ready. Jamal Murray, Monte Morris, P.J. Dozier for point guards, and you got Gary Harris and Will Barton at the shooting guard position. So they don't need R.J. Hampton at all. I wouldn't be surprised if R.J. Hampton Plays it very sparingly throughout the regular season, but they can do what the same thing they did with Michael Porter Jr. and the same thing that they did with Bol, which was bring them up very, very slowly, allow them to understand the ropes of NBA basketball, and to grow in a way that will help the Nuggets get to where they need to be. RJ Hampton could play NBA basketball tomorrow. R.J. Hampton would not necessarily contribute to winning basketball on a contender tomorrow, and that's the biggest difference here. So it's going to be fascinating to see how Denver um, goes forward with R.J. Hampton, but when you start thinking way ahead to what he could potentially be with this Nuggets team, in a best-case scenario, is imagine him as the secondary creator alongside Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, a guy you can swing the ball to on the opposite end of the court, but instead of Gary Harris either missing a three or putting up a bad floater, He has an explosive, lightning-fast first step to where he can blow by a defender without using a screen. His ability to collapse a defense is already fantastic, and Denver only has one player like that on the roster, and that is Will Barton. So being able to have that skill alone already makes him a very enticing opportunity for the Nuggets to be able to develop him into a player that can fit well into with what they do as a team. In addition to that, he is size. He is 6 foot 5 with a 6 foot 7 wingspan and he is stronger than he looks. The dude is long, he is athletic, he is explosive, he is extremely fast end to end. He is a transition terror and he's already starting to learn the finer details of finishing around the rim when you have the kind of length that he has he's slowly uh, developing his jump shot he's still very far away from being refined in any way like he's categorically unrefined as a playmaker as a shooter as a ball handler and as a defender like he's not anywhere near ready to be at a you know again a contending nba team's level of production that they need from a guy like that so Everything is there physically. Everything is there in terms of a skill set for him to become an incredible asset to this Denver Nuggets team and somebody who fits in the starting lineup alongside Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., um, and Jeremy Grant or whatever power forward it is. You know, it could be Zieg Naji at that point. But he has the ability to start at the two with this group. He fits into that role in time. It's going to take a while. We're not there yet. Denver has a long ways to go to get him into that role. But it's very, very, very exciting that Denver is now getting Michael Porter Jr. emerging, is going to get Bowl Bowl's legitimate rookie season next year, and they still have R.J. Hampton waiting in the wings to be able to show what he can do as well. The amount of talent acquisition that Tim Connolly continually puts within this roster has been incredible, and it just gives them more long-term validity as a unit than they would have had yesterday. So this was a brilliant move in my opinion by the way I gave the Victor Najee drafting I believe I gave it a B or a B plus very good again there's some bust potential here but it's a very smart pick Uh, Last thing that happened in this draft, which was actually somebody who went undrafted. Marcus Howard out of Marquette University led the nation in scoring. He is the all-time points leader at the University of Marquette. He averaged 27.8 points per game last year as a senior, shot over 10 threes a game, and made almost 42% of them. Like those numbers are absurd. They almost don't even make sense. But he's 5 foot 11 and he is not a creator and he is legitimately a defensive issue. Like when you're 5 foot 11 and you're not stocky and a bulldog, you're going to be a defensive liability. And the fact that he has almost the same amount of assists as turnovers over 4 years in college does not bode well for his creation skills going forward, but there is no denying that dude is a bucket. There is like that, he is a volume scorer and the fact that Denver was able to get a player of this caliber on a two way contract after going undrafted is actually a really really awesome situation for them I believe I gave it a B minus because again this is a two way contract player who is 5 foot 11 who does not create for others very well and is a complete negative on defense so there's a lot of things holding him back from being able to become an NBA player but he has the skills he has the upside which is rare in a senior and he has the overall mental toughness to potentially become An NBA player for a long period of time. So I like that move as well. It was a great draft, in my opinion, for Denver. They got the big they wanted. They got a home run swing at RJ Hampton. They got Marcus Howard on a two way contract, who also, by the way, if Jamal Murray needs a spell and they need an emergency guard all of a sudden, he could step in and provide that scoring output for Denver at really any point. So Overall, Denver had a very, very good draft, and they did a very good job today, especially considering that things didn't go very well for them when it comes to the trades. They wanted to get Drew Holiday. It fell through. That um, basically kept them away from being able to pursue other trades because they were so involved in the Drew conversations, but now... Denver has rectified a lot of that. They have the depth they were looking for. They got even more talent on the roster and free agency still does not start for another 36 hours. And from what I'm hearing, Denver still has some tricks up their sleeve. So, Uh, This is only going to keep going. It's only going to get more fun. The Denver Nuggets just keep on finding new ways to be able to improve this roster. And me, at least, I enjoy seeing it happen over and over again. Tim Connolly has earned the respect to be able to trust the draft picks that he has selected. Like Zeke Najee, who again is not a glamorous selection, but yet a very stable one for the Nuggets for what they need. Um, I do think RJ Hampton will be very, very good. Marcus Howard will just have to wait and see but this is going to be a fun another week of just insane basketball before that training camp starts in what December 1st is 12 days from now. So we're, we're, we're going fast and it's been chaotic, but it's been fun. Um, we're gonna take our second break, tell you about Bet online and we'll close out the show on the other end. Every single day, head to Bet Online today and take full advantage of the great signup bonuses. And don't forget to use promo code BlueWire at BetOnline.ag. That's Blue wire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you all again for sticking around, hanging out with this Rocky Mountain Hoops podcast, letting me talk way too much about hoops and get into way too much depth about these guys. Um, overall, I've had so much fun. Like today was just so much fun. If you're a basketball nerd like me, like how can you not just? deeply, deeply enjoy what this offseason has provided us so far. So just incredible amounts of fun, and we're only getting started. There's still all of free agency to come before we even get into real basketball, which begins on December 1st when all teams report to training camp for individual workouts, which will then eventually turn into group workouts somewhere around the 5th. Um, It's going to be chaotic. There's going to be a lot of moving parts. No one has any idea exactly how this is going to work. They're not doing a bubble scenario again or a bubble situation again. So, we're going to have a whole lot of different safeguards in effect. I don't even know if media will be at games. There's a lot still to figure out here. Um, also, we haven't even spoken to Tim Connolly yet about the draft. Tim Connolly will be speaking tomorrow morning, which, well, I guess this morning because it's Thursday. Um, but Tim Connolly will be speaking then, and he won't even be able to talk about RJ Hampton at that time because to be fair, they have not completed the trade entirely yet. Um, the trade has to be approved by the league and cleared, and then, then once the trade has been finalized, Tim Connolly can start talking about players like RJ Hampton, and RJ Hampton can then talk to the media as well. Um, none of that has happened yet, so we're still waiting on that. Then free agency is going to kick off on Friday, which is going to be nuts. Um, there is going to be a pre-free agency show that comes out on Friday morning for everybody. It'll actually be up Thursday night, but it It'll also be ready for you guys Friday morning. And we'll also have a day one of free agency podcast uh, recap, essentially, if enough stuff happens in day one. And then we'll get back onto that Monday, Wednesday, Friday schedule of having shows for you guys all of the time as things continually start to tick away. Because this season is roaring back in a way that I did not expect it to. Um, thanks again to Indeed. Thanks again to Bet Online. Make sure you go subscribe to the American Prodigy Podcast by Blue Wire Podcast Network, wherever you listen a podcast. Remember to go subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to it. This is the Rocky Mountain Hoops podcast, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. And if you've been listening to this show on Mile High Sports over the years, it will no longer be on Mile High Sports. So make sure you go subscribe on Spotify or Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or wherever the hell you listen to the show because that will allow you to continually get the updated show and be able to listen as we keep putting out more content. But again, thank you guys so much for sticking around thanks for having a lot of fun with me and thanks for really just being a part of this chaotic mess which has been the nba's off season it's been a ton of fun but keep wearing a mask keep staying safe keep staying inside and we'll talk to you guys later